Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. I'm so honored that you would join me from the nations of the earth for this encounter, this victory that we're pressing into today. I'm here in South Florida coming to you live. Awakening House of Prayer is my ministry headquarters down here in Fort Lauderdale. You can come to our services on the weekends. You are free. Come as you are. But here's the hitch. Come expecting. Come expecting an encounter with God. 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m. Those are our two options for you. Some weeks we even have a third service. I'm going to be teaching about Jezebel's intercessors in about two weeks in that third service. It's going to be so good. You can watch that first service online at www.ahop.online. And if you want to connect with us at a deeper level, you can become an official web church member. ahop.online slash web church. You'll get a lot more benefits, a lot deeper connection with us. That proper alignment that many of you need. Check it out. That second service is School of the Spirit at AHOP. We're still a church. We're still pressing in, in worship. We're still preaching, praying, prophesying, casting out devils, laying on of hands. We're still doing all that, but we're teaching the deeper things of God. We're in a series right now on activating the nine gifts of the spirit. And boy, God is moving in our midst. He wants us to move in the spirit. If you are not in South Florida, we're not leaving you out. You can go over there to schoolofthespirit.tv slash nine gifts, the number nine. You can enroll in that. You can enjoy this with us and be a part of it as well. There's no distance in the spirit and God is here with us right now. Let's get started today. I'm reading from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion, listen closely. This is a day of provision. I'm telling you, this is a day that the lack attack is broken on your life. Listen, today's devotion is titled you uh, b- uh, believe my promises of provision. Believe them. Somebody say, believe them. Believe my promises of provision. And here's what I heard the Lord say. You call me the God of more than enough. But when lack comes knocking at your door, you answer. You've heard me tell you that I will supply all your needs. But when the voice of lack tells you that you won't have enough, you seem to forget who I am. Deliver yourself from the fear of lack and from lack attacks by meditating on my love. If your heavenly father gave you his son, what more would I not give you, says the spirit of grace. Instead of walking in fear, walk with a heart of thanksgiving that I am not a man that I should lie. I promised you provision. Believe me, says the spirit of the living God. I want to read those first two lines again. I want you to get this. You call me the God of more than enough, but when lack comes knocking on your door, you answer. In other words, we praise God. We say he's our provider, but then when a situation comes, we tap right back into that lack mentality. You've heard me tell you that I will supply all your needs, but when the voice of lack tells you that you won't have enough, you seem to forget who I am. My God. 
Those are real words. This is coming from Victory Decrees, uh, my third devotional. Exodus 16, 17 through 18, 1 Kings 17, 14 through 16, and Psalm 34, 9 are the scripture references for today. Now the prayer starter and the decree, let's all get on one accord because somebody's financial future may depend on it this morning. Father, forgive me for ever doubting you as my provider. Help me truly repent to change the way I think about the kingdom economy so I can receive your provision. I decree lack attacks cannot stand against the outpouring of provision in my life. I declare the voice of lack has no audience with me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we're so grateful this morning for who you are. We exalt you. We exalt the name of Jesus. You are high and lifted up. You are our good God, our great God, our almighty God. And we give you the praise that's due your name. We can never praise you enough. We can never thank you enough. Oh, but we're going to try. We can never rejoice enough in what you've done for us, what you do through us. Oh, but we're going to try. We lavish our praise on you this morning, God. We pour it out generously upon your generous spirit. We're so grateful. We can't even articulate how grateful we are. You saved us. You saved us. You saved us. We were on our way to hell, a one-way ticket to eternal hell fire, and you grabbed hold of us. You wooed us by your spirit to the reality of the living Christ, the God who died for us, the God who gave himself up for us. He gave up the ghost and said it is finished. The Jesus, the Christ, the son of the living God, the lamb of God that was slain before the foundations of the earth. You offered him up. You offered him up. You offered him up freely. You offered him up for us to pay the price for our sins. We can't thank you enough. We don't even know where to begin. We owe everything to you, God. You are our everything and we owe everything to you, God. There's no other God like you. No other God who was so, so, so generous. No other God who was so, so, so merciful. No other God who was so kind with us and so patient with us. Oh, Jesus, we're thanking you today, God, because your mercies, they're new every day. Your mercies, they're new every day. There's more, more mercy, more grace, more, more, more. You're the God of more than enough. And it's not just the money. It's the, it's the, it's the kindness. It is, it is the grace and it's the mercy and it's the joy that you pour out over our lives. It's the wisdom. It's the understanding. It's the revelation. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are the God of more than enough. You don't lack. You've never lacked. You've never encountered lack except to rebuke it on our behalf. We're so grateful, God, that you are our God. <laughs> we don't serve a God that demands some flogging, some praying into a, a dead saint somewhere. We serve a living God with a living word. The word of God is alive. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It divides between the joints and the marrow, between the soul and the spirit, and it discerns the thoughts and intents of the heart. 
Father, let your word judge us today. Let your word correct our mind in the area of your provision today. Let your word confront the lies that the enemy sowed in our heart, sowed in our mind about who you are as provider. You're not an on-again, off-again provider like a deadbeat dad who pays his child support sometimes and sometimes doesn't pay his child support at all. You're not a deadbeat dad. You're a constant provider. You're a consistent provider. You're a provider who takes pleasure in providing for us. Come on, Jesus. Help us to renew our minds to this reality that there is no lack in the kingdom. It can't find a way in. My God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. The silver is his. The gold is his. He's given us the power to create wealth, to establish his covenant in the earth. Would you help us, Lord? I see that, Lord. The Lord is showing me a strategy, and it's really in the Bible. I really just spoke it out, but some of you, if you would make this shift, and we can make this shift together, if you'll make this shift, you'll start finding that money will chase you down. Listen to what the shift is. Be about the Father's business. <laughs> Look to establish his covenant in the earth. <laughs> Choose to support missions work. Hmm. Choose to support evangelism. Go out and evangelize yourself. Choose to get involved in what God is doing in your city. Because he's given you the power to create wealth for a reason. It's not so you can have the new Maserati or the Bentley or the Mercedes Benz or whatever it is that you aspire to. He doesn't mind if you have that. But that's not why he's given you the power to create wealth. He has given you the power to create wealth, to establish his covenant, to fund the gospel, to do the work of the ministry without fetters, chains, or a temptation to compromise for the sake of mammon. So, Father, would you help us today to see how we can engage in activities that establish your covenant in the earth? Would you help us today, God, to see what we can put our hand to in the kingdom that will cause increase to your kingdom so that that increase can boomerang back to us? Everything we do, Lord, we want to do it as unto you. And I know, Lord, that you know that we've got to go to work every day and we've got families to take care of and we've got issues to deal with. The dry cleaning has to be picked up and the groceries have to be picked up and the food has to be prepared and the dishes have to be washed and so do the clothes. And it goes on and on and on. But Father, we want to walk in the power to create wealth. <laughs> We want to walk in the power to create wealth. Come on, who wants to walk in that power? Listen, I love to walk in the power of healing anointing. That's awesome. I love to walk in the power of, the, of, the, of, of prophecy. I love to walk in the power of the spirit. But there's another power that's connected to all of this that we have to desire to walk in. And that's the power to create wealth. To establish his covenant in the earth. Make sure you don't leave off the second half of the scripture. Make sure you don't leave that part off because the false prophets will say, well, he's given me the power to create wealth. Yeah, but he's not giving you the power to create wealth so that you can buy three more houses. He's giving you the power to create wealth so that you can buy up souls 
so that you can share the gospel, so that you can be unhindered, so that you can support missions work, so that you can give uh, greater offerings to the church, so that the church can expand its efforts in the city that you're living in. He's given you the power to create wealth, so you'll have time to go into your prayer closet and pray for an hour a month for your city. He's given you the power to create. I want to walk in that power. Does anybody else want to walk in that power? Does anybody else want to walk in that power? Does anybody else want to walk in that power? If you want to walk in that power, say me, say it's me. He's going to require something of you. Listen, you can walk in the power to create wealth. Understand that it's not all for you to keep. It's for you to sow. But here's the thing. You can't sow without getting a harvest. So this is a perpetual wealth creation cycle that I'm talking about here. This is a perpetual, ongoing, never-ending wealth creation cycle. When we get about our father's business, when we put our hand to the plow he's called us to, when we sow our lives, when we sow our time, when we sow our money into that which God tells us to sow it into, to advance his gospel, to establish his covenant, we will never lack again. We can't. Lack can't stand. Well, that's what it says. It says, I've given you the power to create wealth to establish my covenant in the earth. When you walk in this power, this covenant spreading power, you won't lack anymore. So, Father, we're grateful. My God, I've never really seen it that way. My God, forgive me while I just grab hold of a revelation. And I see now that that's why I'm so prosperous. It's not because I'm so smart. It's not because I'm this or that. It's because I'm willing to do the work of the ministry, to support ministries that are doing work I cannot do. So, Father, help us today to catch this revelation that we can put an end to lack. And sure, the enemy may come and try to attack. I'm not saying that won't happen. I'm saying that you'll be able to stand in confidence and knowing that you are doing the work of the ministry. You're supporting the work of the ministry. You're sowing into whatever that looks like for you. And so the enemy has no legal right. He has legal right. When we refuse to give our tithes and offerings to our church, he, the, he has the right to devour the Bible says, give all the tithes into the storehouse, tithes and offerings into the storehouse. And I'll open up a window of heaven and pour out a blessing you can't contain. And I'll rebuke the devourer. Too many Christians are living in lack and poverty because they keep the seed to themselves or they eat the seed for themselves. Instead of understanding that there's a power that they can walk in for wealth creation. You've never heard me talk about this before. This is just, this is a spontaneous revelation. I'm seeing it so clearly. If we would all get about our father's business, either doing or sowing, we wouldn't have money problems anymore. Yeah, the enemy may come in and try to attack, but we'd push him back so fast his head would spin. So father, give us this revelation today. Help us to see. Help us to see. Help us to see. Help us to see, to grab hold of this revelation, to really see it, to really see the truth in it, the power in it, the opportunity in it. You've given us power to create wealth, to establish your covenant in the earth. Help us to put our hand to the plow. Help us to sow our seed in the right place to bring the harvest that will cause us to have a continual seed to sow into the work of God. Help us, Lord, to find the right partnerships, to find the right ministries, to find the right opportunities to sow our seed, to put our hand to that plow. Help us, Lord, to begin to pray without ceasing over the issue. 
A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at GlobalPropheticCenter.com. gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. Of the great wealth transfer that you're going to bring to the body of Christ. Father, we thank you, Lord. We exalt you because you are our provider. You are the lifter of our head and the lover of our souls. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging bread. Father, I thank you that you've not made us beggars. You've not made us, uh, you, you, you've made us heirs. We are co-heirs with Christ. We, we have uh, uh, kingdom rights and, and kingdom benefits that is called provision. You promise to provide all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. We're so grateful for that promise. We're thankful, Lord, that you are able to make all grace abound to us so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, we can abound in every good work. We're so grateful, Lord. We're so grateful, Lord, that you are always lending generously and you are blessing us continually. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that as we seek first the kingdom of God, Oh, Jesus, as we seek first the kingdom of God, oh, Jesus, as we seek first the kingdom of God, not our kingdom, not a man's kingdom, but the kingdom of God, as we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, everything else that we need will be added to us. We're so grateful. We're so grateful that the blessings shall come down and overtake us when we get our priorities right, when we set our heart to do the work of the Father, to sow into the ministry 
ministries that the Father has established in the earth to send forth his gospel in the nations. We thank you that when we make that adjustment, when we see this plainly, when we understand that we're supposed to be conduits of blessing, conduits through which mammon flows, Jesus, we're not going to serve mammon, but we're going to let it flow through our hands because money answers all things. And when we do this, the blessing shall chase us down and overtake us. I thank you, Lord, as we obey your voice following your leadership. We'll be blessed in the city and we'll be blessed in the field and we'll be blessed in the fruit of our womb and the fruit of the ground and the fruit and we'll be blessed everywhere. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are our provider. Provision is guaranteed to the one who follows the will of the Lord. The willing and obedient will eat the good of the land. The willing and obedient will eat the good of the land. The willing and obedient will eat the good of the land. And I thank you, Lord, that you will rebuke the devourer for us. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But you came that we might have life in abundance to the full until it overflows. I said life in abundance to the full until it overflows. I thank you, Lord. Jesus, I thank you, Lord. Jesus, I thank you, Lord. Both riches and honor come from you and you rule over all. Jesus, and you're willing to spread the wealth, to share the wealth. You want us to walk in wealth so that we can be agents of evangelistic efforts, supporting those who are on the front line, supporting those who are going into nations with the word of the Lord, discipling, raising up leaders. Help us, Lord, to get involved in the work that you've called us to in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now let's let's press into this abundant provision in the midst of the battle because we're not done yet. It's very odd that my devotion would tie into my theme for today. That barely ever happens. But we're doing this today. We're going forth. Share this with somebody. Listen, I want to prove to you scripturally that when you're walking in the will of God, you can have abundance in the midst of your battle. I want to prove this to you. I want you to get your faith high today. Because some of you need to see this. You've never seen this before. Whenever you've read the scripture, you haven't seen this truth in there before. Maybe you went ahead and just passed over it. But we're going to read it today. It comes from the life of David. It comes from the life of David. I don't want you to look, if you can, or just listen to the words of my mouth, to 2 Samuel 17, 27 through 29. 2 Samuel 17. 27 through 29. When David, so this was, listen, I'm going to give you some context here. This was when Absalom launched the insurrection against David and David ran out of Jerusalem. He said, I got to get out of here quickly. There's still time, he said, for us to get out before the whole city is destroyed and lives are lost. He said, I'm just going to get out to preserve the great city of Jerusalem, the city of David. I'm just going to get out so there's not a war in the city. I'm going to go ahead and go into the wilderness with what's on my back. He wasn't even wearing shoes because that was a sign of mourning. 
David left with whatever he had. He didn't have time to gather supplies. He didn't have time to deal with a whole lot of things. He was making last minute military assignments, telling this one, go back and this one, come forth and send these messengers and meet me here. He was strategizing militarily. He didn't take anything with him. He was going out into the wilderness with no supply, no food because of the attack of Absalom. Now let's look at this in that context. Second Samuel, uh, uh, 2 Samuel 17, verse 27. When David arrived at Mahanaim, when David arrived at Mahanaim, he was warmly greeted by Shobi, son of Nahash, who came from Rabbah of the Ammonites, and by Machir, son of Amiel, from Lodibar, and by Barzillai of Gilead from Rogalim. So three men met him there. Why did the three men meet him here? Look in verse 28. They brought sleeping mats, cooking pots, serving bowls, wheat and barley, flour and roasted grain, beans and lentils, honey, butter, sheep, goats, and cheese for David and those who are with them. For they said, you must all be very hungry and tired and thirsty after your long march through the wilderness. This is amazing to me. This is amazing to me. David fled from the palace where he was treated with, you know, he had everything he wanted. And he fled out of the wilderness. Why? To preserve the city of David. He could have taken Absalom. His men could have taken Absalom. He had all the mighty men with him, but he said, no, I don't want to see people lose their lives in this battle. We're going to leave. And his heart was right. And he left without provision. And what happened? Because his heart was right. Because he was walking in the will of God, even in the midst of one of the most heartbreaking battles David ever fought. Three people came to provide provision. Look, sleeping mats. Really? Sleeping mats. Be one thing if they brought, you know, uh, some honey and some butter and maybe a sheep. They brought sleeping mats, cooking pots, serving bowls. They, they totally outfitted his wilderness kitchen. This is the goodness of God in the land of the living. This is how God will provide for you in the midst of the battle. You might be scrambling around trying to figure out how to pray, who to, who to ask to help me in this war. Meanwhile, God is planning your provision. Let me say that again. Somebody write this down. I said, you might be planning the particulars of your warfare, but God, while you are planning your warfare, he's planning for your provision. He's always planning for your provision. That's the whole thing. God is always planning for your provision. He already has a plan for how he's going to provide for you in the wilderness. He already has a plan for how he's going to provide for you in the layoffs. He already has a plan how he's going to provide for you when that divorce goes final and you don't get no alimony or child support because you got a deadbeat spouse. He's already got a plan of provision. I know this from personal experience because I had a deadbeat husband and God provided for me. I went through a season where it was thin, it was slim, but I still never went hungry. I never felt the depth of the lack that many other single mothers would feel. Why? Because God had a provision already planned for that period of my life. As I walked in his will, David said it this way, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want the young lions suffer want and hunger, 
But those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Jesus said, consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They neither store, have a storehouse nor a barn. And yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? So, Father, we thank you today that you bring provision in the midst of the battle. The lack attack has no place in our mind. We will not think thoughts of lack any longer. We will think thoughts of abundance because we don't serve a broke, poor, busted, and disgusted God who can't barely pay the rent on the earth. No, we serve the God who owns a cattle, the cattle on a thousand hills, and he owns, he owns the hills that the cattle's on. So Father, we thank you. Would you renew our minds today? Help us to see this. Help us not to just shout and say amen, but help us to get it, to really understand that you are our provider. Our job is not our provider. Father, we thank you that you use our jobs as an agent of provision. We know that your word says if you don't work, you don't eat. And so we know we have to work. We're not trying to float on a glory cloud singing kumbaya and waiting for an angel to bring us dinner. That is not our stance. We know that we've got to work. We know that we've got to be about your business, God. We know that we need to walk in your will. And even though we don't do it perfectly, we know that your grace and your mercy are sufficient for us. We thank you, Lord, for the blessing of God that is upon our life. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. So, Father, help us to stop toiling, toiling, working two and three jobs to pay the bills, and help us to shift our mind to creative thinking, tapping into your witty invention so that we can find better ways to have better days. You don't want us working two and three jobs forever where we can't barely get by. We don't have any time to spend with our family. We can't even go to church on Sundays anymore. And we still can't really sew because we're still barely getting by. That is not a life that God has for us to live. So Father, help us to break out of the cycle of lack, the cycle of poverty. And I know, Lord, that it starts with our minds. So help us, Lord, to adopt an abundance mindset because David had abundant provision in the midst of the warfare. David had, ab- he had plenty Everybody had what they needed. David, even when he was running from Saul, the priest gave him the showbread to eat. He never lacked. He never lacked. He never lacked any good thing. So I decree that you shall no longer lack any good thing. I decree that you will walk in the power to create wealth, to to, to establish God's covenant in the earth. I decree that that lack mentality is disintegrating and the stronghold on your mind is breaking in Jesus' name. I decree that you will have more than enough because you serve a God of more than enough. And as you sow where God leads you to sow, you will grow in financial prudence you will grow in the ability to steward what God has put in your hand and you will gain more and more and more as you set your heart to establish his covenant in the earth to share the gospel help us Lord 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 break the lack attack God break it break it off our minds help us to stop agreeing with the voice of lack Help us, Lord Jesus. 
o sheketera ba yerama kinte roma kinte roma kerebashe ekotora ba osho abashire ketere orabo 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 kereba eshake omaketira bashe and the lord would say to you you have a decision to make even now for you can choose to agree with my voice or you can choose to agree with the enemy of your economy and the lord says when you agree with me you will come to understand new ways of navigating the realm of finances you will understand how to steward what i've put in your hand in a way that it will grow 10 times more 30 times more 100 times more the lord says i have not put a limit on your wealth creation but you only limit yourself when you choose not to follow my leadership in the plow steering and the seed sowing says the lord so begin to follow my leadership because i will not lead you into lack but i will lead you into abundance it is the enemy that comes to steal from you it is the enemy who comes to to rob from you it is the enemy who comes to stand against you to infiltrate your soul with thoughts of lack and fear of lack but the lord says i've come to give you a life of abundance a life of overflow a life of more than enough because that is who i am and you are my son you are my daughter you are a co-heir with jesus christ himself and i have called you to walk in a wealth i have called you to walk in an abundance to be a witness to my goodness in the nations i have called you to fund and finance the kingdom exploits i've called you to do great and mighty works yourself even greater work shall you do than these oh jesus father thank you that you have a plan for our wealth creation we thank you lord today we thank you, Lord, today. We're eradicating this lack from our mind. We're taking it, getting it out of our mouth. We're getting it out of our mouth. We're getting it out of our mind. We will adopt by your grace and your help an abundance mentality in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I'll tell you, I just caught something. I just caught a revelation and I'm prosperous already, but there is a mighty work of God that needs to be funded. Various ministries and different issues. And we do so a lot into all. We sow into hand of hope to feed children. We sow into digging wells in Africa. We sow into uh, getting sex uh, trafficked victims rescued. We sow into a lot of places where we can't do the work ourselves. And I just see just this wave of abundance coming. I Jesus, thank you, Lord. I see the enemy has tried to hold so many things back because of a little inkling of doubt or a little feeling of having to do things in your own work, in your own flesh, like just work harder. There's only so hard you can work. Yes, you should work hard, but there's only so you can only work so hard. You can only work so hard. You can only work so hard. Father, we're going to trust you. We're going to work hard. We're not going to work our fingers to the bone and burn ourselves out and neglect our family. We're going to receive. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody just thank him. Somebody just thank him. Would somebody please just thank him? 
I expect testimonies to break through all throughout this broadcast over the coming days. I'm telling you the truth. It might take a minute for God to get you out of the financial mess that you're in. It might not happen overnight, but we've seen tons of supernatural debt cancellation miracles in our ministry. And I believe that that some of you, if you'll believe for it, I believe God, God can do it. I believe that God wants you to be out of debt. I believe God wants you to be a good steward of your finances. I believe God wants you to have time to spend with your family and have sweet sleep at night, not worrying about finances. Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Listen, if you want to sow a seed today into this, this would be a good time to sow. Today would be a good time to sow, and you can do that if you choose to. You can sow it right into our missions arm if you want to. We do have a missions organization. We call it Operation Liberation. We want to liberate people and nations to follow Christ and equip pastors and leaders to train their people how to fight against the enemy of their soul, how to cultivate intimacy with God, how to lead rightly. You can do that at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. If you want to sow there, that would be great if you could help us to expand that mission. JenniferLeClaire.org slash missions. I'm going to give you a few more ways you can sow today. If you want to sow, then I'm going to pray over the seed. And then we're going to go into our fellowship time. And I might prophesy over somebody. I don't know what I'll do, but we're going to go into that. Let me give you these things here. It's Cash App is, is dollar sign prophetic books. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. The Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. The, the PayPal is paypal.me slash JenniferLeClaire. The Venmo, the Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Facebook stars. You can use the YouTube stickers. The text to give is 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. You can use the PO box. PO box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. If you want to wire something. We bless, we bless this offering. We know you're blessing it. We ask you, Lord, to, to multiply it back. Multiply it back. Multiply it back. Multiply it back. 30, 60, 100 fold. Multiply it back, God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus. God bless you. Syracuse Prayer Hub rocks. Amen. Get on the mailing list. That's right at jenniferleclair.org or text the word prophet to 555-888. Have a great day, guys. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.